If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio. That's all I gotta say. The Metro. The Metro Man. The Metro Man! He's the Metro Man! Tell him. I don't know. I don't know what the hell this is. We gotta call the Metro Man. He's the Metro Man! Man! Man, 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 man! Metro Man, man, man! Do you know Metro Man, 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 man? We're going to call Santa Barbara, California, because it's a Santa Barbara-themed radio program today. And uh, we're going to call up our... We're sorry. We're sorry. You just called a number that's been disconnected or is no longer in service. So... We're going to call them up. James, how are you? Hello, how are you, Susan? Welcome. thank you. Welcome to our broadcast. We've got Susan Allen with us today. She joins us live. She is a world-famous marriage and family counselor. She's the author of The Merry-Go-Round, How to Make Relationship Work, How to Save Your Money, Your Sanity, and Your Life. And we welcome her to the big broadcast. How are you today? Are you still there, James? We've still got you, my friend. How are you? Beautiful. I'm fabulous. Wonderful to speak to you. Now, uh, tell us a little bit on your background here. Well, I went through a life-threatening divorce in 1998, and I solved it, and I survived, and it was gruesome and grim, and I decided that all the skills that I learned and all the experts and all of the... uh, the seven stages of divorce that I went through, I wanted to share it with anybody and everybody. So I started a nonprofit, and that's what I do. Now, uh, tell us a little bit about that process, uh, because th- 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 there is there is a lot in this world. Tell us about it, Susan. Can you hear me? Susan. I'm sorry? No, not a problem. I'm just wanting you to tell us a little bit about uh, how you started the nonprofit and got all that going, Susan. Tell us all about it. Yeah, the the most important thing when people are going through a difficult, difficult marriage and then a divorce is to learn what works and not invent it themselves on the spot. Because what people think they need to do is often the opposite of what they actually need to do. It's like if, you know, if you're learning how to drive on ice or if you're learning how to do something technical that's very complicated, you need to learn from the experts. Yes. And the same thing is true about divorce. For example, if somebody's going through a difficult divorce and if the first thing they do is call a divorce attorney, then right off the bat, they're making the worst possible decision unless they have... $30,000, $40,000 to throw away, and most families don't have that. 
No, no, they do not. We've got Susan Allen with us today, and uh, she joins us live here on the big broadcast. And uh, your book is absolutely, absolutely incredible. Tell us about the writing process for the book. Well, the minute that I got myself safe, I was in hiding for many, many years. I have a lifetime restraining order against this guy. Wow. And the minute that I you know, got myself into someplace safe, I was realizing... The state, seven stages of divorce are panic, denial, agony, rage, epiphany. That's when things start to get better. Yes. Then negotiation, when you are, to whatever degree, negotiating your divorce decree. You know, and then finally, peace. And as I realized this, I said, okay, some of the friends that I have seem to have gone through these stages chronologically, one and then two and then three and then four. Some of them, like me, might go through all stages in a single day. Some people had easy divorces, so they never really felt panicky. They never really felt, you know, miserable. They never felt the agony of it. They never felt the rage. You know, so it was really important to me to figure it all out so that I could share it with people in a cohesive manner. We've got a uh, great guest with us today. Susan Allen joins us here in her broadcast. And uh, Now, tell us a little bit about the seven stages of divorce. What, what are those? <clears throat> so panic, that's the first step that most people go through. Because they, you know, nobody gets married because they want to get a divorce, right? Yeah. So they don't even know what to do. And the beauty of panic is that You know, when you're in a panic, don't move because it could be the wrong move. You could take the (laughs) wrong action. Yes. Then a lot of people, because the emotion of panic is so intense, they go right into denial. You know, you you can be in denial about any kind of a crisis briefly, but you have to revisit it later in the day. You have to revisit it the next day. You can't stay in denial because there's no power there. Okay. The third stage is agony. You know, you so painful if you know if somebody's really in love with somebody and then the other person asks for a divorce you know what could be more gruesome even if you had you know advance warning even if this has been coming for a while even if you didn't know what to do about it which of course is a tragedy because i am an expert in reconciliation as well so if anybody is listening who's not wanting their partner to leave not wanting their partner to get a divorce from them Please call me. I give a free one-hour telephone consultation no matter where you are. So don't, don't try to figure this out alone. Okay. <laughs> and then the next step is rage, where you just often, it's human, and I'm not saying you're going to do anything about it, and hopefully nobody will even know you're going through this. But when you feel like your intestines are in a knot because somebody has done something so unacceptable and intolerable to you, Naturally, you're going to feel very angry. The key is not, take, you know, not trying to take action when you're in that state, and certainly getting even never gets you even. So don't even think about it. You know, give that up immediately. And then the next step five, this is when it starts to get better. You've got an epiphany. You realize maybe that this was never a great marriage or you realize that this was never the way that you wanted to spend your life, or whatever your epiphany may be. And my book is a very big book, and, you know, you can download it from Amazon. It's hundreds of pages. Read what's important to you. 
get that message. And then negotiation, you know, you think about negotiation in any divorce, if you're in mediation, and I'm a certified mediator, yeah. you want to negotiate. But here's the real secret. James, when you negotiate with anybody, you have to first decide what you're willing to give up and what you're not. Okay. It's not what they are going to try to, you know, hammer out of you. It's where you decide you will compromise and where you won't. And that's key because there are some people for whom their children and custody is more important. Yeah. Some people, money is more important. Yes. Some people, peace and to be left alone is more important, you know? Yes. And then finally, peace. You get to peace no matter what because eventually... You might as well just give it up. The divorce happened. You got what you got. There's no point in continuing to fight and go back to court. And you just know that you learned what you learned, and I hope that everybody who's gotten divorced like me has learned a lot. And then you move on. That is, that's pretty amazing. <laughs> that that is that is pretty amazing. We've got Susan Allen with us today. She joins us live here on the broadcast and uh, the book, The Merry Go Round: How to Save Your Money, Your Sanity, and Your Life. And uh, she's with us today here on our big broadcast. Now, how do we handle some of these stages so that we can heal as quickly as possible? You know, you want to work on this every single day. It's like if somebody wants to lose fifty pounds. They can't think about that and do something about it once a week. Okay. They have yes. to think about it and do things about it every single day. Every and single day. Secret. Yeah. That's the secret to anything. If you want to learn anything, if you want to succeed in anything, the person who's willing to work at it every day and focus on it every day is the person who reaches the destination. So what I tell people to do is, you know, Really get clear about your specific divorce, how much of it is a legal problem, how much of it is a financial problem, how much of it is a custody problem, and then get the support you need. You know, as I said, I'm a certified divorce mediator. I give people, you know, a free consultation all the time, you know, every week I'm doing them so that people begin to understand what their individual divorce is all about. Because sometimes it's very complicated. You yes. know, sometimes the spouse is going to fight for custody when all he or she really wants to do is rattle your cage. Yes. You, know, <laughs> you are completely correct on that, Susan. Sounds like you might have some personal experience, James. Well, that and I've and I've and I've studied this and uh, and and been around a lot of the uh, kind of people that do these sort of things. Yes. <laughs> so. and, you know, and sadly, you know, sadly, you throw a rock in any direction, and and there is one of them, right? Yes, very much so. We've and got, the, you know, the truth is, if yes, somebody just ahead. wants to rattle your cage, then you have to handle that person very differently from the person who is just desperately obsessed with the children and doesn't trust you or anybody else with them. And you have to trust that those two different kind of spouses who need to be treated very differently are completely different from the person who wants all of the custody time because the more custody they get, the more child support they get. Hmm. So you have to have a really clear picture all the data in your specific divorce and what your spouse is driven by and only then can you begin to behave in the most effective manner yes very much so 
It is a fantastic guest. She's with us today here in our broadcast. Now, uh, with with the book, what do you want readers to take away from your writing? Well, anybody who is getting a divorce or anybody who is thinking about a divorce or even anyone who's come through it but hasn't quite put it in the past can learn and understand. You know, understanding, creating meaning about what is going on in your life is how people heal and how they get peace. So the purpose of this book is tremendously valuable. Like, I have a a former client. She read the book, and then she became my client. And she called me one morning at like 9.01 a.m. She said, I had the most incredible realization when I finished your book last night. She said, I left my husband, and I wasn't sure why. I picked up my child, packed our bags, and ran out of the house late one night when he was at work. She said, I completely forgot that he had slapped me the day before. I, she said, I just buried it. She said, now, when my son and I talk about his father, I can talk about his father very nicely, but I don't have to feel guilty about ending the marriage. That's amazing. That is absolutely I know. I amazing. Was, I was really quite thrilled, because that was a life-affirming moment for her that she never forgot. We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big program, and uh, with with all the different things that you've uh, that you've put together with this book, um, what's what's been some of the reaction you've gotten from the book so far? Oh, I'm just thrilled. People are loving it because it gives them the tool that they need to go through a divorce. So whether you're deciding to mediate your divorce, whether you're going to hire attorneys and litigate your divorce, whether you're deciding to avoid your divorce, (laughs) this book will give you the tools you want, and you can go to Amazon and download it, like, right this minute, as soon as our conversation is finished, they can go do it, and they can start to understand, because this is really a divorce education for everybody. Well, I'll have to say, you are completely correct on that. (laughs) <laughs> well, I have to you. say that that this so this th- this book is absolutely incredible. We've got Susan Allen with us today. The Seven Stages of Divorce: How to Create Great Success from Suffering, and uh, she's with us today here on our big broadcast. Now, uh, what is the most important action we can take to move beyond divorce, have the peaceful and joyous lives we deserve? You know, the most important thing that you have to do is that you have to accept what happened to you. You can't continually be in this panic, denial, agony, rage, epiphany, negotiation place. You have to get yourself to peace no matter what. Because until you accept something, you can't move beyond it. You can't continue to allow yourself to get triggered. And there are many skills that I teach, but one of them, the most important, is to look at the stories we tell about the divorce, about the marriage, and learn how to craft a story that is more peaceful and also more true. And all they have to do is reach out to me and I will send them this exercise via email, or they can reach out to you and you can, you know, get it from me either way, because I really want people to have this exercise. It's called the four questions of inquiry and the turnaround. 
And a lot of people, you know, they get a divorce and then they tell themselves a story that they'll never find a great spouse or they'll never find love again. And A, those stories aren't true, but they are so disempowering and painful. Wow. Now, uh... We've got a great guest with us today. She is answering a lot of uh, good questions today and telling us all about her book. Now, uh, I know that you teach many of these heart space skills uh, to shift from panic, agony, rage to peace. Anyone uh, who has had basically a very difficult divorce, a traumatic relationship like you would be, uh, need this. Can you explain this process to our audience a little bit better? Yeah, the... There are a number of different reasons why a divorce occurs in the first place. But a huge part of it is that we chose the wrong partner. And believe me, when I say we, I do mean myself. You know, it's something that can easily happen. Now, whether you choose the wrong person because that person is pretending to be someone he's not or she's not, which is what happened to me, or whether you choose the wrong person because you don't see the signposts, you don't see what's going on there, or you feel hopeful. Or maybe, like a lot of my clients, they don't have a lot of experience in dating and you know, long-term relationships, so it looks good on the outside. And then they get a little bit further in, and they find out maybe that woman was a Venus flytrap, so really delicious on the way in, and then you know, deadly if you try to get out. So the most important thing is to understand more about relationships and never, ever, ever jump into one quickly. That is a heck of a sentiment. <laughs> We've got. Well, I got to uh, tell you, my my yes. husband, who who one day he started snoring, and I said, I don't understand. We were dating for quite some time. We were, you know, dating and spending a lot of time together for like six months. You never snored before we got married. I don't understand. And he looked at me in a, in a chilling way, James, and he said to me. Oh, that's because I never let myself sleep. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, there are some creepy people out there, you know, so we have to beware. Hell, hell of a deal. Hell of a deal. <laughs> <laughs> hell of a deal. It is. You know, it's like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Uh, We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here in our broadcast. Now, um, what elements did you draw upon to develop this book? My, my, my own life and the lives of so many of the people that you and I probably do know. If you're listening to this broadcast, you know those people, too. Because every single family at this point has been touched by divorce. Maybe it's not a family member, though most have. But, you know, you know them from work, you know them from your neighborhood, you know them from where you worship, you know them. Everybody, unfortunately, has a horrible story about divorce. So the key is you can survive anything if you have skills. You can move beyond anything if you have tools and support. And that's what the HeartSpace system offers. And the website, HeartSpace Solutions, Dot com and that's plural, HeartSpaceSolutions.com, is like an 80-page website. It has tons of information, and that's the point, to give people the information and the support they need. 
We've got a uh, great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border. Now, uh, w- would you please give us one example of a client who learned uh, some heart space skills and uh, how they healed and, and, and all that? You bet. Um, I received a phone call some time ago from a guy who was truly heartbroken. I mean heartbroken. His wife had cheated on him. And he was just devastated. And I was surprised that he said to me, and I want to get her back again. Okay. You know, I don't get to vote. I, you know, I offered the skills and the tools and support, and I don't get to tell somebody what to do. It's not my place. So I said, sure. But you can imagine, James, I'm sitting thinking to myself, oh, my goodness, does he really want her back again as he's telling me the story? But I said to him, the whole point is you can have a choice. You're not a slave. You're not a victim. You can have a choice. So I taught him how to calm himself down. I taught him how to communicate in a more motivating, powerful, and attractive way. I taught him how to have more self-respect and also have a more dynamic energy. Then I even said to him, You can either call her and ask to talk to her and see her and invite her to lunch or dinner, but you live in a small town. You could just hold the intention that you run into her. He said, oh, that's just crazy. I said, well, let's see. Let's see if you can do it. You know, when you have a high intention, things happen. Yes. (laughs) So he was going to their favorite beach, and of course he ran into her. Of course he did. (laughs) Of course he did. You know, just like I said. So... Takes her out to lunch, shows up with all this charm and all this personality. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, Suddenly, she is totally interested in him. She is totally into him. And he goes home and he says to her, well, let me think about it. He goes home and he calls me and he said... I couldn't believe that I could ever run into her. You told me I would, and I did. I couldn't believe that I would ever have a chance with her again, that she would apologize to me and tell me that she'd made a big mistake, but you told me I would, and she did. And now I'm saying to myself, what in the world do I want to go through this again for? <laughs> so beautiful. And then, because this is like such, so much the best story in the world, his former wife was a nurse, now he's married to an incredible woman who's a doctor. <laughs> well, you know, he made he made a step up there. You know, and see this this is the thing that 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 I often I often wonder with a lot of these a lot of these men and even a lot of these women is that you know like you were mentioning there he 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 got a chance to go through everything and he's like God, I don't want to put myself through this crap again. No. <laughs> you know, I, it's the, amazing. The truth about infidelity <laughs> is that people who cheat on you are actually telling you that they care about you and want to be with you. Because if they didn't care about you and want to be with you, they would just leave you. Well, that too. <laughs> but they don't have any life skills. Because if somebody wants to be with you and cheats on you, and, you know, I've been there, most of us have been there. It's because they don't have the skills to say, look, this isn't working for me. Can we sit and talk about it? 
can we see if we can make this better? And I certainly don't want to cheat on you. I want this to be a great life. We're married or we're in a committed relationship. And so people who cheat are people who don't have skills and who really care about you. So what you want to do is you want to be the one to develop the skills. You can't count on anybody else to get them. No. And you want to, you know, do what I call take the temperature of your relationship. Well, the one so thing... you never let things get so frosty that there's going to be any cheating going on. Well, one, one of the things that... Uh, and and, and I've, I've heard this from a heck of a lot of people. There's There's been a lot of... Uh, and, and I want to get your thoughts on it since you're the expert. Um... Fairly recently, and 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 I'll I'll just throw her under the bus. Um, fairly recently, <laughs> my my cousin uh, had a had a had a relationship with a guy, and she really liked the guy and all this stuff. But she basically has done a lot of things that she probably shouldn't do, and not it wasn't cheating or anything. It was just you know that the, the the guy has to come home and go to work so he can get up and, and, and go to work in the morning, and she gets on Facebook and she's like, oh, I spend all my nights alone and all yeah. that, yeah. all this stuff, yeah. and. <laughs> She, uh, you know, complaining is a very slippery slope, right? Well, she would she would get on she would get on uh, like if uh, she went somewhere and then she tried to get a hold of him and he didn't immediately pick up the phone. She ran to Facebook and she's like, "This mother," you know, and it's like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" And so yeah. he finally decided, "We're done." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, she of course has pulled this on. Lots of people, where she does this crap. In fact, and I'll and I'll <laughs> I'll give you a little. I'll give you a bonus story after this of what she pulled on a guy in South Africa. But uh, <laughs> so the guy decides, hey, we're done. And so she's like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And at one point, someone had mentioned to her that what she ought to do is okay if he's done. She needs to just pack her bags, and she needs to go, and she needs to make the guy miss her. And then he will eventually, you know, come back or whatever. And she didn't do this. She was just bound and determined that they were going to stay together. Now, for whatever reason, they are managed, they've managed to stay together. In my opinion, I don't think it's going to be long, long for this world because I think and, that and he's right, already mentally checked out. <laughs> I'll t- I mean, I'll go ahead, why. jump in there. Beautiful. The reason that the relationship wasn't working is yeah. that she wasn't able to meet enough of his needs. Yes. Of being a kind, loving, appreciative partner. Yes. And he wasn't meeting enough of her needs. She had a need for attention and companionship that he couldn't meet. Yes. Now, even if she left and even if she was the most beautiful girl in the world, when she comes back, she still isn't able to be happy and loving and peaceful and grateful. Yes. And when she comes back, he still is working all the time to make a living or to improve his career or both. So it's yeah. still not going to work. And if she stays to try to ride it out, unless she eliminates her behaviors, her bad behaviors, of being a complainer and being a drama queen, then for sure it's not going to work. So the problem is not 
the strategy. The problem is neither one of them appears to be willing to evolve to meet more of the other partner's needs. Huh. Okay, that's that's uh that's very interesting. Because the truth is, and it's the same thing is true in a career. If somebody is a job and their boss tells them that they didn't do very well and they need to pull their performance together if they want the job, then normally a person's going to make a decision. They're either going to improve and, you know, keep the job or they're going to start looking for another job, right? Well, that too. Yeah. And the same thing is true in relationships. If your partner lets you know that it isn't working for him or her, you need to get that. It's not about fighting with them or, you know, being clever about it or making them jealous of all, all of that, you know, stuff. It doesn't work. When somebody tells you that it's not working for them, you have only one option. If you want to stay in the relationship, you have to improve your performance. Yes. Because we live in a very different world now. There are 8 billion human beings, and <laughs> most of them, you yes. know, most of them are accessible via telephone. And, you know, then if it really isn't interesting enough, somebody can get on an airplane. So you don't have anybody as a captive any longer. Yes, well, and and, and that leads me into my next thing. <laughs> you, you mentioned uh, getting on an airplane. Uh, in, 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 in this case, an airplane and then a bus. Um, I had <laughs> this very same cousin. <laughs> she, uh, she had... She had done this, I, I, I don't even know where and how these things happen, but things happen. Um, she ended up going to our, our local Kansas State Fair, <laughs> and she met up with a guy who, um, he basically worked for the carnival. And he was from South Africa, and he was a basically he was German, but he was he was mm -hmm. from South Africa, and, uh, <laughs> and she really liked him, and he really liked her, and all this stuff. And then when it was all over, uh, when when his run with the different state fairs was over with this carnival, because he was basically just passing through. Yes, essentially, because basically what he was here, here's here's the deal. He was he was from South Africa, and in South Africa, apparently they recruit this one carnival company will recruit people to come over here, and they'll get them a visa and all these things, and they come over here and they work this this circuit, and then they put them on a plane and send them back. Right. And you know, it's just something to do over the summer. And so he does this, and he meets her, and then he, I guess, decides that he wants to, I guess, be with her, and she wants to be with him. So instead of him getting on a plane and getting back to South Africa, he comes to Hutchinson freaking Kansas on a bus, <laughs> and he ruins basically his uh, his international status because oh, yeah. the visa, you know, he, he didn't get on the plane with the rest of the South this Africans. Is not something to mess around with these days for anybody who's <laughs> no. Plan. No. Uh -oh. So he he comes over here wow. and then 
um, he goes through all sorts of things, and she kind of treats him like crap, and finally she just, and, 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 and this is also something else, she decides two weeks after he's here, uh, they're going to get married. And so they go get married, and then she decides that eh, she really doesn't want to be married anymore after a month and a half. Oh, no. And she kicks the guy to the curb. Well, okay, now <laughs> he can't go home, essentially. And there's all sorts of other things that have happened. Uh, one, of, one of the things that uh, happened during the relationship was uh, it snowed here in Kansas, and she decided one day she wasn't going to get out of bed to take him to work. So he live streamed walking through 14 inches of snow to and back from work oh um, no <laughs> so finally it, it sounds like she needs a tattoo that's a warning label well she does have a lot of tattoos and that could be one well, of them we oh, should, well, we yeah, should run so with that <laughs> she needs to find a spot with you know where people can see it before they get involved it's a warning yes, label yes oh dear so oh, she dear. finally this guy ends up in Chicago he, he leaves Kansas he's in Chicago he ends up somehow finding his way back over to South Africa and he's happy and he's He's got a girlfriend. He's fine. But I just find it so strange when some of these... And, it, and it's not just women. I'm picking, on, I'm picking on her right now just because it's the strangest thing I've ever heard. But I've yeah. heard of men doing the exact same thing. And yeah, it's just... Know, confused people have... It has nothing to do with their... You know, being men or women. How confused does, people are confused people, right? How, how does this... How in the world... <laughs> Do people get some of the ideas in their head like this? Well, it, you know, it isn't really an idea. This is, you know, this is someone who's deeply confused. You know, she may have ideas and she may have feelings, but she has almost no logical analysis of data. <laughs> you are completely has, correct on that. Yeah, logical she has no is correct. Thinking, that, at least that you've described. Yes. And the, that's, that's the upper left part of the brain is rational thinking. That's according to Herman Brain Dominance, which is actually one of my specialties. Oh, and then the lower okay. left brain is where we do the safekeeping thoughts. And, of okay. course, your cousin doesn't have that either. No. <laughs> you know, no. No, 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 need, need, need I point out all the different areas? No, so, no, no, no. It's no, really no, no. sad, and we see people... Um, a lot of people who have this, well, it's really a disability. They have very limited brain functioning. Yes. They have ideas. They have feelings. And maybe they're pretty and sexy. And somebody gets trapped, really the Venus fly trap. And then this poor guy, presumably he didn't know it hit him. And luckily he extricated himself and got himself back to South Africa. Yes. But sadly, there are other people who will meet her, will think she's pretty and fun and sexy, and will be shocked to discover what happens to them. <laughs> it is, it is absolutely, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Uh, we've got... You have to count your fingers, right, after you shake hands with certain people. Pretty much, pretty much. That, mm-hmm. that, 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 or, that or re- reach for your back pocket to see if her wallet's still there. Um <laughs> We've got got a great guest with us today, and uh, before we let you go, my friend, how do we find you online, uh, communicate with you through social media, all that? Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much. Yes. So the easiest way to reach me is either to call 818-314-1200 or text me there, or to email me, 
Susan at SusanAllen.org. The company's a nonprofit. And my last name is A-L-L-A-N. I have 170 videos on YouTube. And YouTube Fantastic. is YouTube.com forward slash Susan Allen. Again, A-L-L-A-N 2001, like the movie 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yes. And um, the website, which is huge, is HeartSpace Solutions with an S at the end, dot com. Fantastic. Well, uh, you are absolutely amazing, and I definitely I definitely want to have you back because uh, you, you, you are you. great. And, well, uh, you are such a joy to talk to. You get it, and you have an interesting family, too. Yes. Oh, <laughs> very much so. <laughs> Thank we, you so we, much, we, we don't We don't even want, want, want to get into the uncle who tried to kill the grandmother for the inheritance. We won't even get into Allegedly. We won't even get into that here. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll find a way to explain what to do about them in the next time. We, 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 we will do that at, 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 at a further juncture, my friend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Susan, Thank have yourself you so a wonderful, wonderful day. And uh, keep in touch with me. I definitely want to have you on our Sunday radio broadcast at some point because uh, I think Angel and Derek Scaife would have a blast talking to you. So uh, I would I, love to. And. And please do know, I love giving away the free one-hour telephone session. I love it. That's, you know, that's my meaning of life. So anyone who has a problem about marriage, either they want a peaceful divorce or they don't want a divorce at all, they should ask me and schedule one. Fantastic. Well, have yourself a wonderful day, and we'll talk soon. Thank you, Susan. You too. Thank you, James. Appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Susan Allen with us today here in our broadcast. That was fun. Uh... (laughs) Any chance I can get to bash people, I will. <laughs>